Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc and streaming live on facebook.com slash secrets of the sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture, all the fun stuff that you love to talk about. And uh, tonight we are going to be talking about what is on my t-shirt. So if you're streaming live on the Facebook page right now. Rot. <laughs> We're going to talk about rot. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Look, I I told you last week to get yourself a reverse t-shirt. I, so this I'm not going to buy reverse clothes <laughs> and reverse banners just to to placate Facebook <laughs> and my camera and then it shows reverse. <laughs> Well, just all I'm saying is that if you say we're going to discuss this tonight, and people are like, "What the hell is rot?" I'm not. I'm not going to listen to these guys. <laughs> well, I mean, talk look, about it's rot. all in pictures. Okay, we are in idiocracy's time, and we are in picture mode. That's this true. is Thor. There baby. is there is a picture. This is Thor. All there right, is a picture. That uh, annoying devil on my shoulder <laughs> is uh, my co-host Hassan Godwin, the Lord of the Radio, Lord of the Damned Radio. Hello, everyone. <laughs> And, uh, you know, all that fun stuff. All that fun stuff. Yeah, that the sun and all that fun stuff. All that fun stuff. <laughs> no, we, uh, we, we welcome everyone. Yes. Uh, we welcome uh, Jack O'Donnell, who's uh, joining us. We're well watching done, Stephanie Jack. Dolce, who's joining us. All of our beloved patrons as well. I Join us, always, beloved patrons. I want to do it uh, because let's just get it out of the way now. We can yeah. uh, talk about dedicated fans, Einar Peterson, it? Matt Byer, Ashley Haikai. Our program director, Stephanie Dolce, our executive producer, Steve Hovecki, Brian Phillips, and Christina Gillen. And as always, our Uber fan, Christina Dolce. Paying the bills, right? Paying you call that, you call the, that bills. Paying the bills. Counting coppers. And we are going to be talking Thor Ragnarok. Are we? We are. All right. And by, God, by gosh, <laughs> I am going to find out if you actually liked Thor Ragnarok or did not. Did you like Thor Ragnarok? <laughs> <laughs> There's so much pain. <laughs> I live for your pain. I'm out of here. Your tears are delicious. I'm out of here. If uh, you don't know what that means, uh, you uh, need to become a patron. You need to become a $5 (laughs) patron uh, because you actually get a live feed into the studio. And last week was worth the price of admission (laughs) for the month. Yeah. Uh, There's an Olympic event in between the the breaks. Yeah. Uh, we talked to Stranger Things too. We had yeah, we uh, Paul Reiser on. We had a really great show tonight. Paul it's just Reiser, us, who was awesome, who is fantastic. Tonight it's just us. Uh, Hassan, I'm going to throw this out to you. Oh, what do we want to talk about first? Do we want to talk about Thor Ragnarok, or do we want to talk about Brian Michael Bendis, uh, the most prolific writer at Marvel <sighs> at the last Marvel. 15 years? Yeah, 20 years, really? Eh, it's cl- I yeah, wouldn't say 20. Well, been around he a started while. 2000, 2001, uh, joining DC Comics. Um, we can talk about Brian. All right, we could. We could let, let's uh, let's go through that. So, anybody who's joining us to to, to, to listen about Thor, you're going to listen to. We some will comic talk about book, Thor <laughs> uh, news. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this now. We're not going to address it just yet. Um, our show is directly responsible um, for Brian Michael Bennis joining DC. We are. Comics. We're yes. the we're the ones in charge. Uh, in a way, in a way. Okay. How how, do, how and I, and I'll say this because our background. Is with Wizard Magazine. Yes, it is. Who are very strongly? Who was very very big with Brian Michael Bendis in the in the two thousands? Like who? Like who was his best his best buddy? His best supporter? Who did he hang out with at conventions besides the besides Casada and all the Marvel folks? Uh, was uh, it was it Mel? Well, not well. You know, Mel. He loved I've Mel. I've seen Mel a lot. Okay, you, you're actually going. You're, you're actually going. going you're actually deep. going too deep. Yeah. Wizard Magazine. Wizard Magazine. Wizard yes. Magazine. Okay. Who is but at- Mel, but basically his, his, one of his main contacts. One of his Mel. main contacts is Mel. Yeah. Um, Mike Cotton Mel was actually a Mike big- Mike Cotton. Where's, where's big, Mike Cotton right now? Um, he's at DC, isn't he? And uh, you know, That's, who was in charge- Wait a minute. Of, who was in charge of editorial- Wait a minute. At Wizard- um, back in the day, Mr. Brian Cunningham, Brian Cunningham, who is an awesome, awesome dude, by the way. Yes, he is. Give him three. Give him. I always was a big Brian fan. I've, yes. Uh, so I'm gonna give some I've love never, out to him. He's he he had a lot, made a lot of sport out of me. Yeah. But always at, in fun. So. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he was a yeah, good dude. Yeah. Uh, he was hard on me sometimes. And where did he, where did he work? I don't. Oh, you know, Mike. As I think about it. It might be DC. He he might have migrated and to isn't, DC. Isn't uh, the former uh, editor in chief of Wizard Magazine working with DC Films out in LA? <gasps> I do believe that as well that too. Might be true. Wait, wait. So are you thinking? I am suggesting. 
Are you, are I'm you suggesting the hot button word of collusion? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are you, are you suggesting that they, they colluded yeah. in order to get Brian Michael Bendis yeah. to be a, a exclusively, quite very uh, exclusively yeah. at DC Comics I now? I think there's, there's... Robbed Marvel Comics of their Bendis uh, I mean, asset. Don't get me wrong. You've got Jim Lee who runs DC. You got uh, Dan DiDio who runs DC. DC. So there's there's look there's heavy hitters at there's, DC. Yeah, there's weight. Over uh, there. I'm sure Jeff Johns. DC is not a joke. Their cinematic universe may be considered yeah, correct, joking. Correct. But DC, the the entity it is in and of itself, backed by Warner Brothers, correct. not a joke. Not a joke. But how come now? Like how come out of all this time that it's kind of happened? I you feel have a theory? like. That's my theory. No, that is my theory. Because those those uh, that perfect I storm. I think there of... is. Yeah, I think there totally is. All right, we're gonna we're gonna give a little background yeah, to the uninitiated. Talk to, talk to the why this is such a huge groups. deal. This is a huge, huge deal. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis, uh, his first Marvel comic was Ultimate Spider-Man number one yeah. back in I believe it was two thousand one. He invented the Ultimates. He basically. invented the Ultimate Universe for Pretty Marvel. Much. He invented the Jessica Jones that you see on screen right now. Jessica Jones. He invented the Daredevil that you. Well, okay, I'm not going to give he, he total gave, credit. He technically gave Sam Jackson uh, all you know all those all those uh, roles in the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He contributed to that. Him he and Mark Millar. Because Mark Millar, I think Mark, Mark Millar was, was the guy Mark who was Millar's like idea. Mark Millar said to Brian uh, Brian Hitch. Uh, make him look like Sam Jackson. Exactly. And he made him look and exactly Sam like Jackson Sam Jackson. Has a job. Right. And now Sam Jackson was Nick Fury forever. And and has basically overtaken him yes. as Nick Fury. Well, because the other cinematic Nick Fury was David Hasselhoff. So yeah. That oh, wasn't, no, 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 no. It wasn't I'm hard not, to oust I'm not him. actually. You know, it's funny. We talk about the the race swapping and the and the getting rid of characters. Uh, it, yeah, it I wasn't even on that kick. I was just saying Hasselhoff did such a dismal job as, as Nick Fury. I was Fury. just saying that Samuel Jackson's so freaking badass. Like, why would you not want him yeah. to be? Nick yeah. Fury. So, but they did, you know, they still... and they didn't. They, they haven't been overusing him. No, they've, they've kind of they've yeah. sidelined him appropriately in the uh, in the in the most yeah. recent uh, iterations. But yeah, but all, all I'm saying is Brian Michael Bendis kind of kind of invented the the uh, Ultimate Universe. Yep. Mark Millar came in and took the ball and ran with it. Yep. But. Um, a lot of what the we're underpinings seeing... underpinnings of the entire Marvel Universe. Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe definitely is getting 90% of its cues from the mm -hmm. Ultimates. And yes. that is... That, that, that can yes. be attributed to... That is as much Brian Michael Bendis as the Cinematic Universe is uh, uh, John Favreau. I mean, he is so in, intertwined with Marvel that... He was even writing the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon show at some point. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that's I mean that's the length of what he's done. Again, the Daredevil you, you see on screen, the Jessica Jones you see on screen. Yep. Uh, I mean, I know I'm prolific. forgetting other things that he's, he's done. Been, I mean, he has just been, been so prolific. prolific. Uh, the X-Men team that is the X-Men Blue right now was an idea that he had. I mean, he's basically written everything there is to write at Marvel, and now he's going to be bringing that over to DC. Why is that such a big deal in the sense of the comic universe? Uh, one, he swore he would never do that. He, he, did he say that? Did oh, he say yeah. he would never do it? He said he would never... He, did, he pulled a Metallica. He swore we'll never make he a video. would never go to DC. He swore he had no interest in writing the characters. He used to take shots at DC all the time uh, on Twitter and on social media. So to see this... Look, I don't blame him. I, I think, look, 20 years of writing in the same sandbox, and you want to try someone else's right. sandbox. Well, you know what it was. As, money as George R. R. Martin sure, said, they backed sure. a dump truck of money to his house, and he sure. was like, "All right, I guess I could write. Uh, I, I guess I could write Superman." Sure, <laughs> I, I mean that's and that's the thing. No, so, Batman, no problem. Yeah, I, well, he, you know, if you <laughs> this uh, new house on the beach you just bought me has uh, made me think of so many uh, different aspects of Batman that I can explore <laughs> with my writing ability. Because I'm friends with him on Facebook, I actually got to see one of his posts. I'm Lewis. I'm an exclusive of one. You are, I'm, I'm one of five thousand. Yes, uh, <laughs> but he knows you specifically, right? I do have his. Oh, I don't know if it's his current number. It's in my phone. Yeah, call him. I've actually got. Right now. I've got a we pretty decent amount of numbers in my phone that I will never ever call again. <laughs> but it's there. I got Brandon Boyd's number. It's part of your. I yeah. got Ed Kowalczyk's yeah. number. I had uh, Mark I Hamill. I think I got I had, Billy Corgan's number. I had man. Mark Hamill's number, and I had uh, I had uh, uh, William Shatner's really number in my phone for for it before before I got this phone, and I was like, I got the two. 
I got the the premiere. How'd you get Mark? How did you get Mark Hamill's phone we number? We interviewed Mark Hamill at, uh, at, at in, on the other show. Uh, it came from the radio, which is also uh, on the network. Yes, here. which is also we here. Which is part of the props family. Out to the, yeah. yeah, no, no, no problem. But, but you know, it, was the, it, was, yeah. it is now the other show since I'm on this. This is very true, actually. And uh, we we interviewed him, and then I I got his you know contact information and stuff like that, so that we could call him in order to do whatever we were doing. And the other the other time was uh, Will, William Shatner, though I didn't get to speak to him. Yeah. But I had his contact information, and that was gold. I, was, birdie, I walked around like a, a little birdie like a told geek me prince with that. A like, little birdie told me we are expecting to have him on the show sometime. William Shatner, yeah, sometime soon. Whoa, sometime soon. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. We're, it's, we're it's, gonna shat again. We're gonna. We're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna keep shatting. <laughs> that is the past tense, isn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. I didn't mean it that. Yes, I did. So we're gonna Keep get into going. Thor Ragnarok. So I know, I know, some people really want to talk about that. So I don't want, I don't want, I don't withhold. But, but the I, Bendis thing is a big deal. The Bendis thing is a huge deal. What books do you want to see him write? What books do you not want to see him? Do write? I want to see Bendis from oh, from from DC? I'd like to see, honestly. Even That's not I the say. response. The response is, what books do you want? Do you want me to say? That's what you're supposed to say. You're supposed to ping pong back to me. Huh. No. <laughs> we'll take care of that as we go forward, <laughs> jerk. Yeah. Um, you can only make fun of me when I'm ready for you to make fun of me. Mm-hmm. So this doesn't work. I know. I flew way. over his head there. Yeah, it was, was like, actually Wr-? supposed to be a very funny moment. I was like, Wr-? You ruined it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to ruin the whole show, man. I signed a, I signed sunk, a secret contract. New depths. I signed we've a contract with you, but I also signed a contract with Sam. This is you, <laughs> he's been setting you up the whole time. Really? Yeah. Um, I'm baffled what, by this. I would. I'd actually like to see him take a turn at Superman. Re- okay. Just to see what he would do with it. He might. He might. You know. He might not. He might. His his uh his talents might not work with that because Superman is a Superman's kind of a broad stroke. Sure. He's not an intricate character. He's a he's a more of a broad character. But yeah, I think Batman will be a little too. See. Okay. That's the boring answer. But that's the one I want to see him write. Batman? Yeah, I, it's the boring answer, but I want to see all of Flash. his characters. I think all would, of his I, characters. The Daredevil that we know and love. Well, again, I, I don't want to no, give him total no. credit for Daredevil because Frank Miller did great. Easy. Kevin Smith contributed to the to the lore. We're not that is I'm not, that is that is shaky territory, man. That's a slippery slope when you go But in I would love to see him take this dark character and really propel it forward. It's too I would like to see him do something with, say, Flash. You know, some one of these other characters because that's that Batman is too easy and and, also, that, uh, and that is something Batman that Batman has does. been overworked. Yes, yes, you know, yes. We know that I love Batman. I love him enough to have disliked yeah. certain iterations of Batman. Yeah, but um, it's been overdone. Yeah. So I think I'd like to see that kind of uh, intricacy put to another character, yeah. such as like maybe Flash. There, yeah. there are there are aspects of Flash that are just never explored yeah. in the comic book, yeah. in the shows, and maybe in this movie they will because they have to kind of get a little deeper into his character and to, and you know into his personal life. Yeah. But in the comic books, a lot of it just kind of gets. The, the over. one thing. Or or, or one yeah. more. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't how apologize. About, uh, you're, this how, is your show too. Well, I'm just. I'm sorry for interrupting. You, I do that because I don't apologize. I do not apologize because you're scum. That's right. Um, What about Green Lantern? Brian Michael Bendis on Green Lantern. You you've just named though two Jeff Johns signature books to have Brian Michael Bendis. The one thing I would say, yeah, and and we'll do this before we go to commercial, uh, and when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna just dive into Thor. um, Is that he does do a great job taking some lesser known characters and not just breathing new life into it because Jessica Jones. I'm using her as an example. Isn't necessarily. Um, it, it was. It was a kind of. A she had a clean slate. I mean, yeah. you, you, you could do anything with her. But what he does do with that, right, is spin something interesting. So it'll be right. interesting to see what he does. It is huge news. All right, we want to talk Thor Ragnarok. Uh, we want to get your comments. If you're listening, if you're on TalkRadio.nyc, if you're on uh, Facebook.com/slash Secrets of the Sire, chime in. Give us your thoughts. How many hammers do you give Thor? Ragnarok. I want to. We could say Mjolnir's, but I can't pronounce that right. Yeah. How yeah, many Mjolnir's do you give Thor Ragnarok? <laughs> Stop it! Don't do that and, anymore. Uh, it, and we'll give you our take. And it's it's a bit weird. It's an interesting take. <laughs> when we come back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday, 9 to 10 Eastern Time, and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Follow Me Friday Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital connectors. connectors. Woo (laughs) (laughs) Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. It's like you when you name your kid Jeeves and he becomes a butler, you know? It's like you just know. Yeah, you screwed your kid. You, you've, set your course, you've set a course. You've set a course for yes, that kid. Yes, yes. Um, but just living up to his lowered expectations. <laughs> well, don't insult butlers. They're Warriors. already after me for other reasons this that I want to go into right this now. This is true. We'll, we'll, <laughs> de- we'll devote a special show to that. <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture, all sometimes the fun stuff. Sometimes we don't. Talk. <laughs> sometimes we <laughs> Sometimes we just tell, talk about whatever the hell we sometimes, want to talk about. Sometimes we just get into fights. <laughs> uh, we are on uh, Amazon Alexa, just to let everyone know. Go to Amazon. If you have an Alexa device, look up Spreaker Podcast Radio Player. Uh, enable it. Then Alexa, open Spreaker. Alexa, open Secrets of the Sire. We are there. It's amazing. Um, you can get all it's of our like a magic trick. Yeah, all of our all, all of our wonderful um, all that stuff. Yeah, but all we're on iTunes. Cool we're on iHeart. You know, go look us up. Okay, all right. We're, yeah. we're just gonna skip right ahead. Okay. I, I'm I'm bursting to talk about uh, Thor Ragnarok. Thor I know a Ragnarok. lot of folks. I, I know a lot of folks are as well too. Uh, to give you to give you a rundown. Um, I've heard everything from what Jack O'Donnell had said, uh, who is on the video feed right now. He said it, he five out of five hammers, possibly one of his favorite movies of all time, to Daekwon uh, Kane, who's, who's running a uh, Kickstarter right now. We're going to have him on the show in two weeks to talk about his Kickstarter as well, too, cool. where he thought two out of five, not his thing. Hmm. Hassan, what do you think of Thor Ragnarok? You know, I, I honestly... I honestly came here wondering what you thought of it. <laughs> good, good. At least, at least you know your lines now. <laughs> let me talk to you about Thor. No, <laughs> get into it. Um, we'll let you go first this week. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. You know what? I enjoyed it immensely mm-hmm. while I was watching it. A phenomenon, though, is I don't remember much of it. There are not a lot of highlight moments where I'm like, "Whoa!" Mm-hmm. I remember. You know, I'm, I'm going to see that now when I see the movie again. That might change. I, th- I think that happened uh, to me with the first Guardians movie, where it was just so sure. much stuff that I... And then, you know, now I'm very intimate with that movie, so I, I kind of know the ins and outs of that movie. So maybe that will happen with uh, Thor. I thought it was really well done. I thought it was f- refreshing. I did see that they were trying uh, to capture the... Uh, the the Guardians of the Galaxy atmosphere that was the, something the feel, Sam, the our producer, had actually mentioned, and that was that was Sam. That was your biggest complaint is that all of a sudden it felt like a Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, movie. It was, it was like a it was it sort of becomes like a clown fest, you know. After sure. it's not a bad thing, yeah. But and it, you know, I the other two Thor movies I thought were just just did not have uh they just didn't have their sea legs they just didn't know quite See, how disagree. to attack it I, I think know that first episode, we'll get to you I think that won't f- we won't we get to I you I think that first Thor you're you're still talking disqualifies you're gonna just keep talking statement. while I'm talking I don't want to talk we're not first of all I'm talking okay second of all we're not talking about Thor one well you just mentioned it no but I but well, I was gonna pass over it. Mm. Don't, ah, insult, no. don't you insult know what Thor now? One. You know what? Don't no, I don't want to talk one. anymore. Don't insult Thor I don't want to talk one. anymore. Yeah, Thor 1's terrible. Thor 2 is great. Thor 2 is great. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Thor 1 <laughs> is... I'm going to hit you with Thor my phone. Thor 1 is a great... Anyway, anyway. But, but, yeah. but it's... Uh, you know... 
him Thor as a character in and of itself, he never really shined through. Yeah, he shined in in the Avengers as part of a team. Sure, he shined because because you, he was he's always this kind of character. If you put him up against something, you put him up against a contrast, mm-hmm. he shines more. When you put him all by himself, he's kind of like oatmeal. Like he's like ah, he's not that special. <sighs> See, he's a, ah, ah, ah. Uh-uh. But I'm allowed. Uh, I'm allowed. This is no, a discussion. No. That's, no, no, that's no, no, the whole no. point of a discussion. Last time you just yacked all the <laughs> way to the break, <laughs> and we're not doing that this time, sir. Go ahead. All right. So, so there was that. Him with uh, Hulk. That's a winning combination all mm-hmm. the time. Um, the the expansion of the universe. The expansion of the Marvel. Uh, the uh, uh, I don't the know what seven you, worlds, galactic universe, whatever you want to yeah, call it. Whatever, yeah, whatever. You know, they're universal stuff. Sure. They're they're because that's that's a lot of that's a milieu that's not often used uh-huh. in the comic books. Even you know with the Star Jammers and all mm-hmm. this, you know the the Shi'ar Empire, all that stuff they can get into. So I appreciated that. I did enjoy it. Uh, there are some things that uh, that I was like, all right, you could. I'm I taking guess, notes. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'm. No, I get you. Uh, there's some stuff that was like, all right, you could. You, I guess I guess if you're gonna do that, then you'll have to do that. You know, mm-hmm. um, there were actually issues I had with the way certain things were depicted, like and what? I don't have it. Yeah, I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> what you were just gonna let me make a blanket yeah, statement? Yeah, I was just I was just hoping I just bowl through. We are all the, the way show of the generalities. There's some. I I think maybe the way that Valkyrie was uh, was was introduced, mm-hmm. where even though it was there was a joke, there was a kind of a punchline. It was just kind of like. It could have been done. There was a lot of that. It could have been done a little. Yeah, there's a lot of sequences I thought that could have been done a little more cinematically. Yeah, like like there there could have been a little more visual reverence added to it, and they just kind of they kind of just made a goof, you know, joke of it. Do you feel that? um, And and I do feel this way. I feel like modern storytelling. Uh, is actually aping the Joss Whedon dialogue. Modern storytelling sucks. No, I, I think there's I think there's something to it where there, where the the it, it's so much meta on top of meta yeah. on top of meta. meta. It's meta, like a meta. it's like a wink wink to a nod right. nod and to if a, any anything to an acknowledgement of a nostalgic moment that inspired me yeah. when I was and you know, anything that stays within the the confines of its own universe is considered almost lame. Like it doesn't have yes. it doesn't have these these meta uh, right uh, facets to it that that will attract a broader audience. It, you know? it, it's almost the 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 phenomenon of uh, tablet in a in a show while you're watching a show like when you're actually like on a device yeah and you're, you're tweeting while you're watching a show <laughs> yeah. and it's like the device within a device like that's our generation now there has to be two sides to it you can't just enjoy a story for what it no, is you also true. have to be commenting and in, and interacting with people while it's happening and that that kind of mindset yeah. is now translating and now the on material the is right. trying to connect with with you as a fan but also the person who's not a fan and also the person plus the character who, in yeah. the, the actual yeah. you know, the actual characters yeah, as they interact little, it's a little too much it is it is sort of the discussion we were having last week about uh stranger things yeah in the, in the you know the the too much 80s kind of sure. uh, references mm-hmm. um it i don't know what we could do about it i don't like it yeah i think it's got well you're you're a curmudgeon old guy yes that's uh, mostly curmudgeon not that much old mm. but yes I, <laughs> um but i don't think it has legs i don't think i don't i don't think it can I'm sure it will last a long time. Yeah. Don't get that. That those two are interchangeable, not or non-interchangeable. Sure. But I don't think it will lead to too many good things. I don't think you can expand on it to where it becomes an art form in and of itself, and it and it kind of just become it, it gets broader. It it seems very um, minute and and nothing now, but as a, a couple of you know a couple of decades from now, it'll be broader. I don't think it has legs like that. Yeah. We want to hear from you guys too. Chime in on facebook.com slash secrets of the sire. Unless this you're listening to us as a podcast, in which, in which case, case don't, uh, don't we're do home it because, right now. You know, why not? Sleeping. If you'd like to call in, this is a call in show, which I never really acknowledge anymore because we've been so jam packed lately that we don't have time for callers. Right. But, um, but if you like to call in, Eight seven seven four eight zero four one two zero. And again, if you're listening to us on the podcast, don't call in. Well, you could actually, but you'll probably get Sam Lee Woods's Conscious Consultant, uh, <laughs> which is the Con- Conscious Consultant Hour from eleven to twelve. Right, so <laughs> actually yesterday. For, for us. During the rerun. Oh, get out of here! That's a wait for your show. Oh, yeah. no, one, no one calls in for our show. Oh. We live in the digital age. They would rather, yeah, much rather down. chime in. That's, that's kind of a, um, depressing. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't want to yeah. talk to us. That's depressing. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm depressed now, Mike. Why are you depressed? Because, uh, because of nothing. What, because of the, what did you, the storytelling? What did you think? Well, I, uh, before I talk about what I think, 
before I talk about what I think, I have, no, no, I have (laughs) to address, which is what I wrote down. I disagree with you completely that Thor in and of itself can't be an interesting character. I thought the original Thor movie, while not in the same league as Captain America First Avenger, which I I think is one of the best origin movies in the Marvel Universe, uh, I thought the first Thor was really, really good, and it focused on Thor as a character. It focused on him being a spoiled, uh, rambunctious, uh, just kind of not taking the world so seriously, immature character. Uh, through the course of the story arc, he is humbled, and he's introduced to something else, uh, another viewpoint altogether, rises up to become... Uh, the prince, so to speak, that his father is hoping that he would become and and become the champion. I think he grows throughout that movie. He becomes the Thor we love. I think the first Thor movie, I think you're seriously underrating, uh, and I think it's a Thor movie. It's an actual Thor movie. You know, it's not it's not like, hey, Thor, uh, you know, we need to pair you up with, uh, you know, what was what was the character in The Simpsons that they bring in in like season nine where he's like the skateboarding. Season nine. Yeah. Like, see, come uh, on. Are you going to make an obscure reference? I don't even watch The Simpsons. So I would know. Horrible. Huh? All right. That's here horrible. we go again. We're, 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 we're back to this again. The original. You can like of the Simpsons. You, you can like Thor. Yeah. All you want. Yeah. I, I, it's not a terrible movie. It just didn't do anything for me. No, I, I remember I, certain things from it. I can remember certain sequences. I did like. I think Loki was great. Um, I remember. Uh, I remember Odin kicking Thor out of Asgard. Is Loki the best Marvel villain? No. Our our uh, our uh, intern, our alpha intern, uh, Anna. Which is I like that she's triple A. Uh, she, she thinks yes. She's giving us a thumbs up. Loki's the Alpha best villain. Alpha intern is is A I A. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you just ruined that. Yeah, because you ruined it. Alpha <laughs> Alpha intern Anna. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a lot of time we wasted on that terrible joke. Look, we're um, just getting through the hour, buddy. Yeah, it's all we I, I mean, do. there's there's some memorable the stuff paycheck. on it, but I think it it's like it's it's kind of what you say about the Force Awakens. It just kind of drops off as soon as Han Solo shows up. Sure. It, as soon as he gets to Earth, See, it's I like, think, eh. I, 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 to me, it doesn't. And then, he, but, the, yeah. you know, the, the Annihilator comes to Earth, and then the, the three comes to Earth, yeah. and it's like, eh, all right. Yeah. You know, and it's just, you know, this nameless town gets destroyed. and But that's okay. All right. Look, <laughs> if you like it, you liked it. Yeah. I, I didn't, I, it, it, I didn't dislike it. It didn't do anything for me. Sure. I think it's one of the, I think I think that movie and the Thor. Can you, I'm actually asking Thor you a question. Thor two are the two, the only two. No, of Thor two is horrible. Of the two cinematic universe that I don't own. We'll get into we'll get into and why Thor two is horrible when we come back from commercial. But I want to ask you a question. Can and this is a you specific opinion question. You specific. Do can you watch a film, not have it do anything for you, but still recognize it as a good film? Yes. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk more about that. And I, again, chime in. I want to hear your thoughts. How many hammers do you give it? Uh, we got to get into Valkyrie, too. I think that's a, that's a topic worth discussing. Um, I actually thought she was a caricature of a female badass character that we've all come to see now and has become very typical in movies. Well, I guess we just discussed it. That it... <laughs> Well, we haven't discussed it yet. I don't know what your thoughts are on it. I want to know what your thoughts are, Hassan. Oh, I want to know what your thoughts are. I want to know what your thoughts are. All this stuff when we talk about Roth when we come back. <laughs> You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture, then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Thank you. 
Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. That might have been the best thing you've ever said, period, <laughs> like on the show. I mean, we're not even talking about like, like your opinions, they're okay. Uh, Segway, boom. Yeah. That's where the money's made, my man. You know what? Now I'm going to end every sentence with boom. Boom. That's what I do. Exactly. Boom. 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 All right. That's enough. That's old already. This show doesn't work when we agree. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture, uh, and this is like our, I don't want to say it's our Super Bowl, but it's, this is like our regular season. This is like the day after Sunday, after the football game, where we actually get to talk about the actual product yeah, on screen. Sap up the wrap up. Uh, as opposed to the <laughs> trade talk that goes on. Um, <laughs> on a regular basis. On a regular basis. Well, at least we can talk about it as opposed to like it's coming out this Friday. Right, so that's what I'm gonna, saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, we're actually, yeah, we're actually talking about it. Right. Uh, so we're talking uh, Thor Ragnarok. Still didn't hear what you thought of it. Though. I will give you, I'll give you my, I'll give you my take in a second. Guy Uh-oh. Farr chimed in and uh, asked, uh, so where was Lady Sif? And uh, I think the answer is that she's on Blindspot and, yeah. uh, and couldn't contractually get over to and, Thor. And, and thus survived. Right. And, and thus survived. <laughs> Spoilers. Sorry, guys. Um, Victoria, and, Victoria Bennett. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. There's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of collateral damage in this movie. Yeah. yeah there's, they, a, there's, a, there's an F ton of <laughs> collateral damage in let this me, Let me say this. Victoria Bennett thought Loki is the most interesting Marvel villain so far. Oh, that's fair. What's the, what do you what is the I mean what other alternatives do we have I mean you can't call the Chitari because they were like they were like soldiers foot soldiers um, Thanos possibly I did I did very strongly like um, nah I I overruled <laughs> I didn't even hear what she said Ultron oh <laughs> you you she's quiet now, she's now the uh, B A A quiet. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the be- I, the beta the I, beta. I did like Ronan. The <laughs> what accuser. did you think I said? Yeah, she thought I BAA did. was something. That's why. See, I never get into trouble like this because <laughs> I know how to watch my mouth. Um, I did like Ronan. Ronan the accuser. Okay. I thought he was good. All right. Uh, and I did. I I very much uh, enjoyed uh Kate uh, Blanchett. I think she was very good okay. in that role. You want to know what I thought of the movie? Uh-oh. I thought Uh-oh. the Planet Hulk movie that we watched was really cool. <laughs> I thought the Thor Ragnarok movie we watched could have been so amazing. Kate Blanchett was amazing and was so one note, unfortunately. Not her acting. No. Her acting was amazing. Um, her portrayal, like the, the sense of doom. There, there are very seldom... That, that's the problem with that, and I don't excuse it. Mm-hmm. There is just very seldom that... Any any actor, no matter how great they are, can come in to a role that uh, that predetermined mm-hmm. or prescripted, and and not do anything more than chew scenery, which yeah. is basically what what she was doing. Um, I, I thought I, I, she wasn't chewing scenery. I mean, she was. Well, she, she did, was great. I mean, she, she, she was she, great in every scene. She was the equivalent of chewing Ewan McGregor scenery. in the prequels. That's. But, I mean, if she yeah, and, and in that. Iteration. She's outshining all her other actors, yes. all the a- actors on the screen. She's larger than the sets. She's yeah. larger than the costume. That's chewing scenery. Yeah, you know. Um, so there's very little that they can do other than kind of chew scenery. And, and uh, amazingly enough, she actually did inhabit the character in the Crystal Skull more so. Yeah, she was less Kate Blanchett in that character. Yes. than she was Kate Blanchett as Hela. She sure. was she was basically Kate Blanchett. Yes. in a in but a costume. Kate, I mean, Kate Blanchett is a fantastic actress. And I think she I didn't definitely. Say she um, I, I think no, no. I guess to answer your question is, do we really know who Kate Blanchett is? I, I mean, she's inhabited so many great roles now that you know. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying, I looked at Hela and I was like, that's Kate Blanchett. You know, that's yeah, okay. that's a. Uh, you, didn't, uh, you couldn't separate the actress. Yeah, that's from Galadriel. The Galadriel is now evil, you know. Yeah. As opposed to like when she was in Crystal Skull, I'm like, oh, she's a Russian chick, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. got to deal with this Russian chick. Yeah. So there's there's just that. I thought she was great. She's a, she was a great villain. Yeah. 
Um, but she was one note. But I mean, there's no room in Marvel for anything more than a one note villain. That's the problem with Marvel. That's the thing that sucks, though, because Marvel you know, is not if, a, if not a universe picked, of villains. If they picked one movie, if they picked an actual Thor movie, and, and I'm not knocking it because, look, it was very entertaining, and I loved the Hulk in it, and I loved, like I said, the whole thing where he's actually the Hulk interacting with Thor, and he's a little smarter now, and that's kind of cool. Like all of those scenes were awesome, and Jeff Goldblum just being funky Jeff Goldblum was awesome. And yeah. there's this all this great stuff in there. Jeff Goldblum. So I'm not knocking right. I'm not knocking the movie itself, but I'm looking at it going like, oh man, I, I would have loved to have seen. I mean, Odin passing away in two seconds, you know, doesn't doesn't lend itself to the crimes and yeah. the sins that he committed according to Hella. But they just didn't have enough room in this movie, well, and the tone yeah. wasn't right for this movie to really go into it. So it it, it kind of felt like that end of the movie was I agree. just a little lacking. Um, the, the other thing, too, that, that I thought was neat about the movie, though, and again, you know, you, you do have this, and Sam, you've said this before, where you're like, I hope it's not another Avengers movie. And it wasn't another Avengers movie, so that's good. It did have an Avenger in it, but it didn't feel like an Avengers movie. Two you're Avengers. 100% right, and we'll throw this out to the group. Um, you know, it really was another, it was a Guardians movie, essentially. You know, you have one or two tones, um, but, uh, but essentially, um, the interaction with Stephen Strange at the beginning, you know, that would have fit into the Thor movie if you just did the Thor movie, having, uh, Dr. Strange in there and that's your crossover and that's your, your kind of like hint, hint, not, you know, nod, nod. Well, they're not going to do a standalone Hulk movie. No, so, I know. I know. You know, and know. if you did a standalone Hulk movie, you would need another character. You need either Thor or yeah. Iron Man or someone in it yeah. because someone's got to... Someone's got to play the straight man to the Hulk, and that's the that's the whole thing. Like Thor Ragnarok, well, if you read, Hulk. if you read, you know, Michael Avon Oming's run on Thor Ragnarok. I mean, it's Thor Ragnarok. It's like the end of the world as we know it, uh, and the end of Asgard, and and it's kind of like we're gonna call it Thor Ragnarok. We're gonna have this stuff in here, but essentially, it's Planet Hulk. I mean, that's essentially what the movie is. Yeah, you know, guest starring Thor. And to your point in the first segment or the second segment, I think it was the second segment where we're talking about, you know traditional storytelling is not enough for people anymore. Uh, a traditional story would have been that he was trapped on this planet somehow uh, and needs to Ooh, get off the one? planet. Thor. Thor, okay. And needs to get off the planet. And that would have been enough. Like, if this was an 80s movie, that would have been the movie. It wouldn't right. necessarily have and had to come... would have just come kept running into these, like... like obstacles you know, and things the, going the on. That, right. That expanded exponentially sure. as he was going forward. Yeah, and so it, it, it would never have gone back to Asgard I know, for but this they, final you know, showdown. The problem well, they had was... The, the worst mistake they had was to have a huge hit with uh, the Avengers. Because instead of instead the in the in the original formula was we're gonna have these sideline these these kind of minor movies and it's gonna lead up to this event movie. Yeah. And then we're gonna have these minor movies again and it's gonna lead up to the event movie. But then somewhere along the line they kinda shifted the format where every movie's gonna have to be an event movie. I know. Which every movie is almost like uh you know, like like the Avengers, and as, isn't as it... you guys were saying. So now you couldn't have just had Thor yeah. just kinda wander around no. you know, that that and until he got out. You had to have him with the Hulk, you had to have a Hulk fight. You, you, like you said, you had to have all this yeah. meta dialogue and all this, you know, all these gigantic events. And I mean, the fall of Asgard yeah. is enormous, right? Right? Uh, yeah, it's it's right. it's it's enormous. And and you kind of sideline that, you sideline right. Heindal and all these other kind of things in order to fit all this other yeah. stuff in there. So, and, and this is the thing. Like, I, I think, mean, they didn't do it badly. I think that's what I'm saying. I think what we're we're talking about is I didn't walk away from the movie being like, oh, this is a bad movie. No. Uh, or oh, I wasn't enjoying. But I also it wasn't didn't enjoyable. walk away going. The game has changed. You know that movie sure. changed the game. But isn't that the irony of the life we live in now with social media, with uh, which is with what I was saying a last billion, week. a billion like streaming networks now of you know serialized television content uh, that has almost sucked the life out of the movie event. Right? I mean, the movie event now. I mean, these movies feel more like television. Shows well, that's movies. that's that's a format from the MCU yeah. because you know you're just going to get another one. You right. know there's another one coming, and and um, one of the main critiques of uh, I, I, especially uh, back during the uh, Age of Ultron uh, era, yeah, you know, was that every one of these movies is just a long trailer for the next movie, sure, which is you know of course is annoying and ir- irritating and expensive, yeah, you know, as you go along, but. 
um, the the hope there yeah. is you. Yeah. Once you realize that, you can start to view things differently. You don't necessarily have to fall for this this, this kind of pattern. Sure. In 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 the way they're trying to set it up, and you could just kind of leave it to the sides. Kind of when I was talking about with uh, Stranger Things, it's mm-hmm. like we don't have to look at it that way. Yeah. Um. But that is that is unfortunately the way they are doing yeah. it. That is the way it is being set up, and it's kind of a take it or leave it thing. It's just like the streaming. Um, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine yesterday, and he was talking about uh, you know, like all these services and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, the the problem I'm having is that they're setting you up to rent for the rest of your life. Sure. You don't get to own anymore. I remember you you owning I does not a, owning, but everything in life. Uh, your iCloud is is teaching you not. That's to, what I'm talking about. I don't get my own music. I don't get my own no. movies. And and soon as as soon as something happens to the service, I'm out of my library. Yes. Or you can come and say, well, you don't need to see this anymore. But what if you switch providers too? Like I have a ton of stuff on my Verizon DVR. And uh, if I decide to switch to Cablevision, I lose it's all It's gone. That. It's gone. It's all gone. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's another reason why uh, torrents are so popular, because that's, that's going to be the, the, yeah. the last way to own anything. Yeah. Let's, you know? let's, let's so dive. That's, that's, that's what they're doing to us. You know, there's nothing we can do about it. So the same as your, your meta, you know, it, it, all, it all kind of fits into the meta milieu. Let's, let's dive into the one character we haven't really spoken too much about, and that's Valkyrie. Um, I don't know about you, I am getting a little bit, like, I roll my eyes at the slow motion, walking out shot of the badass female. And and the reason I actually use those terms specifically is that the actress herself, Tessa Thompson, went on record as saying she's tired of being typecast as the badass, or not that she's tired of being typecast as that, she is tired of the typecasting of, we need this woman to be badass. She was badass. I loved her origin. I had no problem with the fact that, you know, Valkyries by nature are supposed to be the Norwegian uh, blonde hair, blue eyes. I have no problem with that. To me, it it didn't make a difference to me. Right. Um, But I did kind of, like, look at her... And I was just bored by her because I've seen her now because every single movie is supposed to be right. that, you know. I didn't know the story of Valk- Valkyrie because um, I'm not a reader yeah, I, of yeah, Thor. Yeah, I'm not a big Thor so guy either, so it was, the shirt. It was interesting Roth. just just by the sense of uh, waiting for her to kind of reveal what her background was mm-hmm. and why she was kind of uh, – she was ambivalent to uh, yeah. to Thor and, and to what was going on with uh, Asgard. And that's the only thing that kind of made her interesting um, you know the warrior woman thing. It, 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 there's nothing wrong with it, and it it's it's here to stay pretty yeah. much. I I get tired. Of, it chafes when they kind of use it as a highlight. Right. It's not really a highlight. She's she's in the story. If she's got a gun or a sword, she's gonna have to be badass yeah. because well, we're me, living in a, actually, in a bad world. Let me world. jump on that for a second, real quick, um, because we're we're bumping up against commercial too. I was actually also tired of seeing. Loki all of a sudden turned into a badass too. Did you notice that? Like, there's like super well, slow motion shots in that first movie like, that you love. You yes. know, he was he was yeah, but he was more of a conniving like he was using tricks. You know, he's using actual. Yeah, trickery. he doesn't do here, a lot of this trickery stuff. Here he was stuff. like martial arts. Like all of a sudden, like I'm awesome too. And there was like that those slow motion shots of him uh, with the knife and the uh, you know where did he where did where did he get that from? You know. It, it's almost that's a. But that's, you've seen him fight. There, there, there's sure. precedence for it. Sure, you know. But yeah, I mean, they they kind of did him up a little bit. Yeah, they're 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 kind of they're kind of leaning on this. Specific it's the camera. way it is now. Everybody's got to kind of measure up. So the last character to talk about, and we'll, we'll we'll bump up against break a little bit, and we'll come back and talk about him a little bit too. Uh, what did you think of uh, the director jumping into the role of? The breakout character of the film, Mr. Korg. (laughs) We'll answer that question when we come back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. Someone. 
talkingalternative.com. Can a man actually get up with any kind of macho manliness and say Twilight was a good film franchise and or movie? That's like the guy <laughs> wearing the pink shirt, right? Like yeah. He, he but, feels completely confident. But in, men can <laughs> rock the pink. Oh, wait, wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> Sam, Sam the engineer is Sam, wearing pink. Right. I just pulled a Hassan. <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Right there. <laughs> Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We That'll do this. Get them awake right ever. there. <laughs> Who is sleeping? Come on. <laughs> talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture on talkradio.nyc and streaming live on facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire. Uh, we are a call show. Unless you're listening to us, us on a podcast, eight seven seven four eight zero four one two zero. We're gonna we're gonna put a bow on our Thor talk so we can get into spinning the racks a little bit. But uh, uh, the one thing that I did find fascinating was. The uh, you know five foot tall stuntman turned director who put himself in the movie as the most lovable, enjoyable character of the film potentially. Uh, the director uh, was I, I Wakiki. I don't even know what his first name is. Ta- oh, you Taiki. Didn't look it up during the break. I I know what it is. I just don't know how to pronounce it. And I'm gonna <laughs> Taiki Wakiki. Sure. You don't, don't know. you don't know either. You don't know either. I didn't know you weren't going to know. I would have looked it up during the break. Get on this. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's throwing her hands up. She's, She's like, got nothing. She's um, like, it's time for a cupcake. <laughs> what, what do you think about that? Is there, is there like a little like... I, I enjoyed his character and I enjoyed it. Do you, like... Are you going to ask me a question? Is there something? <laughs> I, no, I'm actually just going to make these squealy noises <laughs> and kind of like kind of hint at a question, but ah. I don't know the question to actually ask you. There's just something that just didn't feel right when I found out that it was the director and he threw himself into like this. What's wrong with that? That happens know. all the time. Does it? Tarantino does that all the time. Oh. No, no. He but he always makes Tarantino's himself in his own movies, huh? John Favreau. He, he's not. Ben Affleck oh, he has directed himself in all John of his movies. John Favreau. <laughs> uh, actually, okay, that's a great reference. Like Ben Affleck, but Ben Affleck was known as an actor first before he was a director. So, uh, okay, what's your what you think? But you see, Did you but, not like the character? No, I love the character. Well, then it worked. So then, I, I know. I just there's something. There's something. You just want it. You want there to be something wrong th- with there's it. There's something. I, I feel like it's unethical about it <laughs> in some way, it shape, or form. Happens all the time. Directors, uh, directors put themselves in their own stuff. All I would the do time. that too. I actually, I really would. I know I would, you I, would. I would definitely. I, that is so would have. You would be the only one I'd in there. Like, hey guys. You'd be like, hey Mike, did you write parts for anybody else? In this? How <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a lot. Why of talking, are we all here? There's a lot of talking heads, and you then f- I come in. Hey yeah. guys, and everyone's like, I like that guy. Who is that Holy guy? Holy crap! He's the most likable guy. Out Holy this thing. crap! I'd I'd have to I'd see have to see that movie once. <laughs> I don't know how I would feel about it, but I'd have to at least see that movie once. All right, uh, keep chiming in on our Facebook page. Keep do chiming it. in on the Facebook do video. We, tell you. Uh, we actually do talk. Um, we do ha- carry the conversations on on the Facebook video. So if you catch us on replay, the Facebook. Um, did I say that? <laughs> no, you didn't. You said it correctly, but it. Oh, you're in, saying it. In the, in the process of saying it correctly, you ended up saying the Facebook. Oh, good. You oh, ended good. up going I, back I, in time I, a little I, bit. I like to date myself as much yes, as possible. Yes, do it. Date yourself. You know, you be your own best friend. <laughs> Take yourself <laughs> to the movies. We've covered this before in previous shows. <laughs> if you want to catch up on it, go to SoundCloud.com. Oh, segue. The Sire. Well done. We will do our most favorite subject, our, our not, most favorite segment. Our don't Don't include both of us. Spin in the racks, bringing the most fantastical pop culture news out there. So this one's a this one's a, Sam. Uh-oh. I promised you a doozy Dizzy. for spin the racks, spin and it. this one's this one's good. Stranger three, th- Stranger nice. Things, unscripted kiss, stressed out. Actress Sadie Sink. Apparently, uh, Sadie Sink's first kiss came as a surprise, and not a pleasant one. The Stranger Things star who joined the cast for the second season of the hit Netflix show said the creators, Matt and Ross Duffer, added her character's kiss at the snowball last minute, despite her objections. 
The kiss was not written in the script, Sink said. I get there the first day, me and Noah, which is uh, Schnapp, are walking in, seeing the decorations and stuff. One of you, I think it was you, Ross, you say, oh, Sadie, you ready for the kiss? I'm like, what? No, that's not in the script. That's not happening. So the whole day I was like stressed out and I was like, oh my God, wait, am I going to have to? Dot, dot, dot. Ross Duffer blamed Sink's reactions for his insistence on the kiss. You reacted so strongly to this, I was joking, and you were so freaked out that I was like, well, I got to make her do it now. He said on Beyond Stranger wow. Things. That's not a, that's not a great uh, uh, headline in the in the time of Weinstein. It, I'm gonna make her do it. Uh, that, they, <laughs> You're gonna have to do it. You know, it's amazing. They actually wrote that in the article. A forced kiss comes with renewed interest amid a widespread Hollywood scandal of sexual <laughs> harassment and assault. Yeah, it, it is now. I mean, are we're we in making... Weinstein country, man. We can't be doing it's, stuff like that anymore. And, and Spacey, <laughs> Spaceyville, yeah, Spaceyville, Spaceyville and Wein- Spacey, Weinstein country, Space Town. <laughs> You don't want to go there? No. <laughs> you want to pass it's through right, as quick I'm as possible? It's all right, I'm gay. It doesn't work that no, way. No, <laughs> uh, But that's something we didn't, we were, you know, we've actually talked about uh, offline a little bit, too. Uh, the kiss that actually happens, uh, we both kind of thought was, was a little... Um, it's because she's racist. It's because she's right. Well, that was a different conversation <laughs> oh, that you didn't want me to bring up oh, on we, air. Oh, that, we were That you were, we were actually that? outing oh, her as a as racist. Damn. As a 15-year-old racist. Yeah. That's going to go viral now. I was going to talk about the kiss at the end, um, which is totally fine, except this is supposed to be 1984, and it kind of happens, and there's no like, <gasps> yeah. there's a black kid and a, and a, and there's a black kid yeah. and a white girl, and, and they're people... kissing, and we in Indiana right yeah, now. Yeah, a lot of people don't, uh, you know, they're they, even they keep dancing together. There's yeah, they keep making, uh, they keep putting contemporary like sensibilities on these shows. I that's a, feel that's like, like they're that rewriting doesn't... history. They, look, I mean, I'm it not happened. Saying it, I'm not saying it's it's, it's proud history. I went to school at that time, and it did happen, but it was a deal. It was a big deal. Now. Maybe the show ended before they made a big deal out <laughs> yeah, of maybe, it. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe they chose not to fo- and focus. Like, on it's that. like the Karate Kid. Like the 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 next season, you're going to yeah. see exactly after yeah. Daniel maybe won the right. trophy. Maybe you're, you're right. See, yeah, yeah. Maybe you're a right. Backlash maybe and you're like, right. Crosses burning and stuff like. That. But uh, <laughs> but that's exactly what I thought when I saw it. I go. And everyone's just kind of cool, like, cool with that. <laughs> because I don't think they would have been cool with that in 1984. Maybe. Well, they did add in her brother. Whom, even though the actor said he wasn't, that wasn't. It was that so ambiguous, though. Yeah, it was so ambiguous. Yeah. You don't, you know, you don't met. Like, what did he like? What What was his? What was his? Uh, you know, what was what his was his beef point then? of contention? Yeah, yeah, I know, I yeah. know. So, so, and I think he, I think that actor is in denial. I think they did it like that. Specifically I think the actor is that. trying not to bring yeah. a a. But I mean, which is weird because the actor was excused the language. The actor was an asshole. Like that was his right. role. He was right. the he Beep. was the he was the village asshole right. for the entire story. Right. Um, you know what. The um, I, I I'm never gonna remember the kid's name, and that's that's why I can't. We can't really have a conversation about that. But, <laughs> we um, never do. Um, because I'm bad with names. I really am yeah, bad yeah. with names. The 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 boyfriend, the first boyfriend, not uh, Steve. 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 Who, by the way, should have died at the end. But no, we'll get into that. In no, yeah. I was gonna say he's like the breakout hero of the whole story because he kind of just takes his lumps and he just he just all right. I'm 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 looking after these kids now. Yeah, and then he every time. Every time he kind of backs down because he's like he's like this is a little over our head this yeah. is you know this is above our pay grade yeah. so let's just kind of back down and the kids kind of kick him yeah. a little bit he just you know he steps up to the plate every to, time that's why he needed to die at the end no. I, I, as much as the no, Sean you Astin do slash more seasons. Barb, he might die at the end of the show but you got more seasons to I, do there's, there's a whole point for his character there's got to be some stakes to this there's got to be some. there were stakes a whole bunch of people died. And someone might have eaten a steak. But, I mean, anyway, like, a whole bunch of people died. A whole bunch of things happened. But this is set up for the rest of the show. This is the thing. Everybody has – everybody's looking. You're saying yeah. that meta thing. Everyone's looking for the big – what's going to be the big thing? Where are the feels? Where are my feels? I got to have my feels. And there was nothing it, – yeah. it, it's not based like that. It's an 80s show. It ended like an 80s show. Yeah. All right. All right. We're going to go with that. That's we, right. We covered a lot of ground tonight. That's and uh, right. one of the things we asked were how many hammers do you give – uh, Thor, because or, or Roth, as we uh, uh, Roth, is Roth, Roth, it's R O H T. That's a silent H. Yeah. That's a silent H. <laughs> it's, um, pronounce it correctly, darn it. 
Johnny Wellens says, I give it 18, to 20 claw ha- 18 out of 20 claw hammers, 13.5 out of 15 framing hammers, oh, 4.75 out of 5 ball peen hammers, 1.9 out of 2 sledge hammers, and the full Mjolnir. What did, did I pronounce did, it right? Mjolnir? What did Blaze say? Some people always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's always got to be clever. Well, like I said, chime in on the video uh, replay. We're going to definitely keep talking about Thor Ragnarok uh, as the week goes by. I really do want to know your reaction. I mean, to me, again, um, how you feel, there was, it was a great Planet Hulk movie. <laughs> Um, hey, but he was in. The, but he's part of it, though. I know, which I is know, fine. It was fine that he was part of it. It's it was fine fun. that they, they fit Planet Hulk in there. Who who would have thought? See, this a thing. It's weird to to have that almost be something you complain about, even though you liked it. Yeah. Where a couple like less than a decade ago, uh, imagining a Planet Hulk movie would have been beyond your comprehension. You would not have been able to even come close I, to. I thinking, absolutely despise you. Well, I knew that. Why would you it's bring up such the show. a juicy <laughs> conversation starter with literally a minute to go? That's what I do. In the show. Yeah, just oh, hold on to it till God. next week. Hold yeah, on. A, Hang on to it. Yes, I, your, I your agree birthday. with you. I, yes, it is. <laughs> a, and it in the day. And technically, if we do a marathon, we'll go right to your <laughs> right birthday. Right into my so birthday. So it works out pretty good. <laughs> and we'll be hungover from uh, Anna's birthday, <laughs> yeah. which is on the Monday. So it works out pretty good. All right, we're going to be celebrating lots of birthdays next week. It is our birthday episode. Uh, and what better treat than to start previewing uh, Justice League, the Joss Whedon vehicle? Oof. That's a that's a happy birthday if Oof. I ever heard. Yeah, it. you um, know what? If the if if uh, that movie takes off, if he brings that movie home, yeah, that's going to change the game. That'll uh, be a game changer. I agree with you. I agree with you. But sometimes, you know, you can put was it lipstick on a pig kind of thing. We, we also welcome uh, Phaser creator Mariano Nicieza and my collaborator. We're going to talk about his new William Shatner Stan Lee collaboration. Oh, see, there's that word. Shatner. There's that Shatner. We're Shatner again next week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Keep chiming in. Find us on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash secrets of the sire, soundcloud.com slash secrets of the sire. Go look us up on iTunes, secrets good of the night, sire, iHeart. Good, good night, world. Don't get killed. Good night. <laughs> You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Follow Me Me Friday Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital digital connectors. connectors. Woo-woo! <laughs> hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? 
Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. listening to the Talking Alternative Network.